Hey, this is Derek Green from Sepultura. You're listening to The Underground. This is Christian from El Nino. This is Dino Cazares from The Fear Factory. Hey, this is Jerry Only. This is Jesse Leach from Kill Kitchen Gage. Hey, this is Richard Patrick from Filter. This is Sonny from The Bad P.O.D. This is Sully Erna from Godsmack. Welcome to the underground, Australia's home of rap, metal, and alternative music. What is up and welcome to the underground. It is Ned, joined by special guest metalhead himself, Trevor Phipps of Unearth. How are you, man? I'm doing very well, man. Yourself? I'm going well, man. You're taking a little bit of time out there. You've been looking at the Sydney Opera House and, and getting out and about, I see. Yeah, man. Can uh, people see me? Yeah, I can see you. Yeah, all right. It is, mate. <laughs> I love the Australian accent there too, man. And I heard that you and the lads also went and checked out the beach and, and got amongst that on Australia Day. Is that right? We did. We went to the beach. It was a good time. The water was warm. You know, in, in Boston, it's cold right now. It's winter, so the water ne- never gets that warm up, up back home. So it's quite a day. Yeah, that's cool. And I love the idea, Trevor, of like metalheads on the beach. I think it's a bit of a common misconception that, you know, that metalheads are these big, hard, goat blood drinking guys. But there you guys are out on the beach having a good time, living your best life. You can you can do both, man. <laughs> yeah, you've got a goblet of goat's blood on one side and you're just enjoying the waves on the other sort of deal. Well, we, we stayed uh, we stayed dry that day, but uh, the evening is when we, we tied on usually. So it was, it was a nice day, got some exercise in the water fighting those waves for over an hour man it was a good workout and i like that right there what else do you have you sort of got into and got amongst while you've been out here trevor before we did the opera house we went to uh the zoo at the harbor and then we took the ferry ride over here so we, we did we did some stuff and generally we like to walk around the cities try the different restaurants clubs just walk around the streets cities have to offer we, we went to a beach in newcastle as well didn't yeah. really go in the water but I um, did, did that before soundcheck, just kind of scope it out. Beautiful place. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Do you have a favorite spot while you're in Australia? You've been here, not for a little while, but you've been here before. Been here before, I mean, I, I really do like Sydney quite a bit. It's beautiful here. In years past, we went to Byron Bay, Gold Coast, been to really nice beach towns. Because I'm from an area that has beautiful beaches, like, like, like I mentioned before, the water's never warm. So yeah. when I'm in an area where water is warm, it's, it's, it is nice to get to go in the water and, and spend some time. I mean, there's, there's no way I'd spend over an hour in the water without getting out. And you go to the beach all day near Boston, but you go in the water 10, 15 minutes, get out, warm up, go back in, pull up. But here, yeah. I was in there just just, just hang out. It's really fun. And I, I do like seeing the, the wildlife here because it is, it is very unique. Yeah, no, that, that's very cool there. Yeah, have you got to see any koalas or kangaroos or anything like that, I guess? Yeah, so at the zoo here in Sydney, we did do the uh, koala exhibit. And uh, it's, it's great. They have a lot of charities that they, they support. I like seeing that zoos are seemingly getting away from being animal prisons and more sanctuaries for animals and that they're donated to, to uh, keep them prosperous in nature. Yeah. And just real quickly, it looks like you're almost ready to jump back in that beach there. It's a hot one today, hey? Warm one, man. Yeah, we were cooking out there. We were yeah. trying to get some band shots from a shots and we're getting baked <laughs> well you were talking about being from boston before trevor are you a celtics fan of course yeah nice do you, do you follow the nba or anything like that because I, I was i was just wondering man like what sort of things outside of music do you get into i grew up a sports fan big time red sox fan just the big four boston of course pats celtics bruins and red sox you know to be, to be fully honest just for some reason once the pandemic hit i got away from sports i just found myself 
find my interest elsewhere. I still enjoy them, but I'm not as, as focused on them as I used to be. Yeah. Not saying I won't get back into them as much as I was, but I just kind of changed change, change my mindset and what I find is important. Although they, they are very entertaining and fun. To, to watch yeah yeah that's cool right there and it's interesting it's like a lot of people found themselves getting more into sports and stuff during the pandemic because that's all there sort of was happening where we're from anyway there was no crowds but sports was the only thing i was going to ask you a little bit later on but may as well do it now what did you find yourself keeping busy during the pandemic trevor is this when you're working on the new music and the new material or, or how did you find yourself spending time to stay sane for a while though the band kind of just ceased all operations we yeah. didn't make any posts for a while i mean we tried at first at the time we a bunch of so far away from each other that we couldn't really rehearse at all we get together to do any sort of promo activity so we made a few posts and just kind of disappeared i really focused on my family and my kids nice spent a lot of time with them and then i did a lot of work around the house like i, I redid my deck at my house and uh <laughs> did a lot of stuff like that and then as the pandemic wore on that's when we started working on the record Buzz did did a great job writing these songs, and he would he would send us files, and we'd just go back and forth with, with ideas. And we had 16 songs to start. Went to the studio with Will Butney in October of actually in September 2021. We recorded them all, and eventually brought it down to, to 11 songs for this uh, upcoming record. Oh wow! So you've been sitting on the music for a little bit there, and the wretched the Ruinous, that is a crazy track right there. It only just dropped like a couple of days ago. It looks like a it's been a strong start for that one too. Killer, thanks, thanks, man. It's one we're really proud of. And, you know, the record as a whole is something that we're very excited for people to hear. We're definitely finding ourselves in, in new territories. The way that we did that was Buzz writes. You know, he's usually written the majority of the rest, but this record is solely him on, on guitar. What he did was he forced himself to not lean on his normal tendencies. So, so it kind of made him go away from his comfort zone, which nice. created different sounding music and brought us into new territories, which then in turn made me become a different vocalist, finding different ranges. And that said, also during the pandemic, I put up a wall in my attic to be more soundproof and I have my mic and so all the programs out there. I started to record myself and really test my limits as a vocalist and really try to increase my range. And people will hear that on the new record. There's a whole bunch of different flavors for voice as well, just to try to give the listener, you know, more to listen to and more to, to grab onto with, with our songs. And for us, it's more fun to add these flavors, to hear a different side of us while it still sounds like, like unearthed. Oh, that's crazy right there. And you know, I have to ask it. I know you're probably not gonna, gonna say, but I, I was reading that you're announcing soon in a couple of weeks when we can hear this new album. It's supposed to be in May. There's waiting on a couple of things, but early to, to late May. There's a few different factors, but I, I believe it'll be around May 5th, but it'll be later in May if we don't hit certain deadlines or some things. But the record's fully delivered. Might be a couple of assets that have to be worked out to reach the May 5th date. Love it right there. That's my wife's birthday. What better than a new Unearth album? She'll be all about that big-time metalhead. Love it, Trevor. You were talk, talking about building a deck and that sort of stuff. One of my upcoming questions was, if you're not doing metal... What do you think you would have done? I would have been involved in music somehow. And that's what, what I'm actually doing now is that during the pandemic, I found myself working. And I, I, I've been working for a long time. So, so to keep the career alive in music after we, we stopped really touring full, full time. Because in, in the 2000s, we were gone nine months a year, no time to have a, a job. Yeah. Around 2013, I had my daughter and we weren't touring as much because there's no desire to tour nine months a year when you have a kid. Uh, we still tour, considered full-time worldwide touring band, but uh, I started picking up side jobs. There's plenty of gig worker type jobs out there. 
which I'm happy to do. And but then during the pandemic, I was working at UPS driving, and then my my, my friend called me and asked what I was doing. Actually, he sent me a text, and I sent the text back, and he flipped him off with the <laughs> UPS shirt on. Oh, like he said, that, "Hey, man. come work here." So he yeah, he's the co-owner of a merch company called Downright Merch. I found myself working there. I was doing production manager for a while, and now I'm an account manager. So I, basically, what I do is I, I deal with bands, help them stock the web store, help them get their, their merch for the tour, and what's in turn that has done is helped improve our web store. Now with the knowledge to really work web store and, and our tour merch. So it's still music based, it's still based on metal hardcore and rock and roll mostly. And so it's it's enjoyable on that front to do that. I have found it is difficult to maintain it when I'm being on the other side of the world. So currently <laughs> on vacation, but uh Downright Merch is an excellent merch company. So if uh, bands look for merch, I would, I was just hitting them up. That is fascinating right there, man. I had no idea at all. Well yeah, thank you for sharing that insight and I love the idea of you flipping your buddy off in the UPS top. That's really cool right there, man. All right. I, before... three, man. I got five kids to feed. <laughs> That's totally call, bro. I only have two kids. I don't really have five. That's super fun. Totally <laughs> Arnold's one. I haven't seen the new one. <laughs> before I let you go, like, on, we're talking films and stuff like that. What, have you seen anything lately that you would highly recommend or, or for people to check out? I haven't seen a lot of films lately, but I do love the whole Star Wars franchise. Excellent. And, of course, I got us The Mandalorian quite a bit. That was good. I did really love the Kenobi series. I know that some people were very critical of it, but I thought it was excellent. And growing up Star Wars fan of the original three, of course I liked the, the prequels, but I was critical of them. But because I have kids, my wife and I actually watched the 11 movies, including Rogue One and, and Solo. We watched them in order in the timeline. Wow. So even though my kids, we, we, we told them Anakin and Darth Vader, when they were watching the prequels, they were rooting for him not to become Vader, like out loud, like yelling at the TV, at the, at the screen. It was really adorable to see. So when the Kenobi series came out, we watched it as a family, and I thought it was an excellent series. I thought it was very well done, especially the, the final battle scene. And that was, that was Oscar-worthy for me, but that's coming from a huge Star Wars fan, so I thought it was very, very well done. Yeah, I love that there, right there. I've actually, I started on Kenobi and only got a, a couple of episodes in, and I haven't got back into it, but saying that you watched all 11 back-to-back like that, always wanted to do that, so hats off to you for, for having a go man that's awesome what about on the, like, the whole pandemic to do it so we did it like once every two weeks or once every three weeks we sit down and just kind of space it out just everyone found their, their way to, to make time pass by and, and uh, that, that, was, that was one of the things we did that's awesome right there I was going to ask real quick too did you get into horror and stuff like that growing up like horror movies when I was a kid that's when I was mostly into horror of course I enjoy them still now but I, I don't do a lot of films these days but I grew up with uh, the you know Friday 13th Nightmare on Elm Street franchises and those are forever impactful for me. I have a funny story I, I, I tell sometimes when, when uh, my brother Dan, he's my, my brother close in age, my parents went out on a date and we were you know, inside seven and three or yeah. eight and four, something like that. And we somehow convinced them that our parents would let us watch a horror movie. So we watched Friday the 13th Part 3 when we were three little kids. It did uh, it did give us nightmares for, for a while. But my parents <laughs> would never let us know. We're somehow extra convincing. That is awesome, man. I love that right there. Uh, very, very cool. The Dream Warriors, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street is one of the best of all time. What, what, what a film. Yeah. <laughs> love that right there. And the there, soundtrack, man. too. Oh, yeah. Yes. So you got two shows coming up in Australia tonight in Sydney, tomorrow in my hometown of Melbourne. What? And then you hit the road again, man. Plenty still to come. The new album coming out in May, fingers crossed, on the 5th. Is there, is there anything else that we need to know? On this tour, we're going to finish up in Taiwan after the uh, show in Melbourne. It's the first time in, in Taiwan, so we're really excited about that trip. And we have just under two months off. We 
go to Europe to headline the Hell on Earth Tour with Misery Index, Year of the Knife, Leech, and Turbid North. Our bassist, Crystal Tool, that's his, that's his other band, is Turbid North, and it's their first time in Europe, so that'll be fun to tour with them. And I actually put out their first record years ago on my uh, label's been a pause for many years now, uh, Iron Five Recordings, but I did that for a long time, and I put out their record, Roger, which I would highly recommend. You can find it online or YouTube, and it's, it's all, all, all in the hands now. I have nothing to do with it anymore, but I would I love that record to this day. A Rodney by Turbid North is a killer record. And they have a new one out now as well, so I would recommend that. And then after that, we're looking for a North American tour around the release of the record. And then after that, uh, we have some festivals in Europe in June. And after that, we're just looking to tour. Finally, just on the road. Hopefully, come back to Australia in a year or two. Don't, don't want to wait eight years until the next time. Yeah, and, please uh, don't. It's fun touring, man. It's got to balance the work, family life, and uh, touring life together. But uh, so far, we're off to a good start this year. Yeah, love that. Hopefully, some more videos too. The Wretched, the Ruinous was a great one. Looked like a bunch of fun. It looks like you're really big in Japan too, man. That that was super cool. If that's anything to go by, the new album is going to be fantastic. Thank you so much for taking time out. Really appreciate it, Trevor. Be sure to hit these guys up. Linktree slash Unearth Official has got all the links, the websites, the new video, upcoming, everything. Thank you. Really appreciate it, Trevor. Appreciate your time. Thank you. This has been another presentation from the Grey Wolf Entertainment Network. GreyWolfEntertainment.net.